everybody. Welcome back to Marine Corps Movie Minute. Breaking down movies in the Marine Corps one minute at a time. I'm Jack. I'm Brian. And I'm Alice. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, today's minute number 93. And this one's a funny one. We were just discussing before the podcast started about uh, how I, we would probably watch a Chuzu and Tom Highway movie. If it was just those two. Just old fellas just bitching about things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, because like we talked about in the last minute, how... These guys just come up with some unique gems that nobody's, yeah, yeah it's just crazy. But I, I didn't finish my thought until we started recording. But I was going to say, I think if this movie was made today and like the DVD, Blu-ray, you know, streaming services with extras, mm-hmm. I could see, I could see them doing like a little one shot of that for the Blu-ray, you know, like yeah. <laughs> of just the two of them just going back and forth or, or even an outtake of the the alternate lines they use in place of oh, man. What, what made it to the film. I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, a lot of, say how much of this did they improvise even? Cause I can just, I see them as almost like a, I mean, a little different, <laughs> but like a Will Ferrell and John C. Riley kind yeah. of back and forth. <laughs> I would have to imagine the, these were pretty scripted line, uh, lines of dialogue considering just how unique they are. But <laughs> I'd be be curious to see if like in the in the heat of it, if they threw in some alternate takes or maybe yeah. different like instead of pump the neighbor's dog, pump the neighbor's cat, you know, just yeah. something. You know? <laughs> like, 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 hey, let's try out cat. Maybe that's more effective than dog. You know? <laughs> no, I like the dog version. But, uh, yeah, I, I would watch that. Well, do you want to? How does this minute begin, Perry? <laughs> <laughs> so it uh, it continues with him standing before the man, uh, talking with the colonel. The colonel. Uh, asks Tom Highway uh, if he's bumped into any <laughs> clusterfucks lately, which the response by uh, Gunny and uh, I, I assume is the colonel's wife was was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she does a zoinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he just say it? And she starts grinning. And yeah, and Gunny Highway just kind of got a little smirk on his face. And he's like, yeah, you can t- tell he clearly likes his colonel. Well, I think he also got a kick out of the wife getting a kick out of it too. Yeah, because you know? he looks he looks in the wife's direction after she's like zoinks and like what did you just say? <laughs> but you know this guy's a hard chart. You know he he you know he's brass and of course he was talking about a clusterfuck previously. Yeah. But this colonel has chewed some of the same dirt, shall we say, with Gunny Highway. So he he's a he's a no nonsense infantry officer. His wife is probably used to that kind of talk. She was probably just surprised that he did it in such a formal political setting, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but and I think I think that's what got Gunny kind of smirking and, and laughing at that, you yeah. know, like <laughs> like man, I love me, you know, the, the mean Clint Eastwood and the insults, but oh, like oh man, do I love the the sweet side, you know, that he had in this movie, whether you know, with these kind of you know smirking and, and joking, or even with with, with Aggie, and it's just you know. Just kind of seeing that different, sweeter side of him was really interesting too. So I, yeah. I mean, I say this all the time because, like, I th- you know, Clint Eastwood has a reputation for being a tough guy, but he's done comedies and he's usually pretty funny in his own way. You know, yeah. he's not like he's not a Will Ferrell, but he's got yeah. he's more the straight man, but he can throw a a, a, a smirk or a sideways glance or a you know <laughs> yeah. you know whatever. And, and but he he is very charming at times. You know, I. He especially like that. He's just laughing, like, "Hey, <laughs> he didn't want to be there, but he found something funny to laugh at." You know? 
Yeah. It's, it's a difference between tough guy that just wandered onto a bunch of sets versus like an actor. You know, I think that really kind of set him apart as we, I mean, not set him apart, obviously he's done so much, but, you know, as, as we progressed in this film, I feel like just kind of really seeing just different sides of him was was really interesting, made him kind of like, oh, okay, he is an actor. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he's not Dirty Harry, where Dirty Harry just scowls. Yeah. <laughs> And, and is going to, you know, like he's fighting the, he's going to do whatever it takes to bring justice to the evildoers where, you know, Clint Eastwood is a unique individual in the, or Tom Highway is a unique individual, but he's still a person, you know, and he's, he's funny. He's, you know, tough, he's sensitive, he's, you know, whatever. <laughs> and it's, and, and Clint Eastwood does a good job of, of, of conveying that, especially as the movie goes on. Yeah. You know, of course. <laughs> Awesome, more awesome Chuzu stuff where he's like, oh, I just love seeing the brass step to attention when they see that little itty bitty ribbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, now, I just wanted to uh, bring this up. So, so apparently floating around on the internet was saying that this is a goof that the colonel didn't salute Gunny Highway because of the CMH or mm-hmm. we go, Medal of Honor. Um, you well, don't but, but salute without a cover indoors either. Bingo. That's what somebody pointed out. Well, they said, well, first off, they addressed the whole Medal of Honor thing. They said, look, that is not a necessity. It is a re- it is a courtesy. So they don't have yeah. to do it. They just do it out of respect and as a courtesy. Um, but then they said, of course, you don't salute when you're not undercover and you're indoors and you don't wear your cover indoors. So they were like, it's, yeah. it's not a, it's not a goof. <laughs> they, yeah. They did they, fine. <laughs> yeah. They shook hands and you know, they showed the guy showed a lot of respect to, you know, Gunny and, Used his own language, so <laughs> that so, guy's. Uh, well, I'm sorry. sorry. Well, well I would say that guy's fairly decorated himself. You yeah. know. Anyways, go ahead, Perry. Yeah. So uh, I'm curious though. I mean, because that ribbon, uh, well, it's placement, right? If there's 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 a there's an order, right? So that one is off by itself, just by the added yeah. benefit of he's got the right number of ribbons, he can do that. But if it gets buried amongst all the other ribbons, it might be a little harder to see. Wouldn't you, wouldn't he have to wear the, uh, the actual metal? I think the... so. I don't think so. I think you only wear the medals when you wear the medals, right? You wear the ribbons when you wear the ribbons. Oh uh, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, okay. And I, I, I found, if you remember when we first, when uh major powers was eyeing that fruit salad and they mm. really focused on it in, in the beginning of the movie, I went through and, I, you know, I don't have it in front of me now, but I compared to what the medals were and the org chart and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think it was fairly accurate. They were in the correct order. Yeah. And we're able to kind of figure out that, yeah, he, they, they were placed fairly accurate as the way they were supposed to. So um, I'm just going to go on the fact that, yeah, they put that sucker right up top where it's supposed to be. And, yeah, and, and there you go. I Honestly, I don't know. If that's supposed, yeah, I assume it's supposed to be up by itself. It's completely, it's completely unique compared to all the others. But then again, hmm. I don't know, and I, I just talk like I do. Well, so, yeah, because well, like if you count the number of ribbons, it's, it's what, that's uh, four across and like five yeah. deep, four or yeah. five deep. So, and then, and then it's off by itself. So, in, in the, oh, the uh, arrangement on the uniform, like, I, like I, the fucking fashion police. Right. Well, I see what you're saying. Like, if it, if, if he didn't have that. The, the the correct number would it have just been the first one and not up on its own? No, it would have no, it would have been the first one, but that would have been harder. I mean, it would have been hard for it to see, right? Right, but I mean, like if if there wasn't the right number, would have would it have been up by up in the front, or would it still have been up alone 
and then they just had an odd number on the bottom. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I really don't know that. I, you know what? I bet you that Congressional Matter of Honor Society dot uh, org probably has the answer. Have the rules and regs. <laughs> yeah, it might. It might um, it'd be a good place to look to for a uh, whatever. So they go into the party, and of course we we uh, you know Gunny doesn't know how to act in these type of parties. Like, what do you do? Stick your little <laughs> pinky out at this? <laughs> <laughs> Chooser, just don't unzip. Just don't unzip and stick out old blue. <laughs> yes, you have to understand that. As soon as I heard that, Mike, that is how we are ending today's episode. Yeah. Don't stick out the blue. <laughs> Nobody's anything out. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> just don't stick out old blue. Um, he goes, well, didn't JJ Johnson do that at a wave party in San Diego? Now. I didn't look. I should have looked this up, Harry. Clint Eastwood at a wave party. What? Now, what do they mean by a wave party? I mean, am I just not with the times, or am I not super cool? Waves waves were uh, old nurses in the the navy. Navy nurses, I believe. Oh. Okay. (laughs) I was just imagining a bunch of marines in like a wave pool at my local amusement park. (laughs) Oh yeah, he's gonna be end up on a watch list or. Does that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I'm thinking like, what, what are they? What are they uh, out there uh, surfing? You know? <laughs> I mean, Clint Eastwood was a lifeguard in real life, so maybe you know, oh. I don't know. Why? <laughs> he, said, he said no. <laughs> well, it's actually Clint Eastwood that's not going to be on the list. It's going to be uh, uh, Sergeant Major Chuzu because he said no. He was the one that did it. <laughs> <laughs> he said JJ Moon, the Arvin General at China Beach. Which uh, Arvin is what the uh, Army uh, Republic of Vietnam, you know, whatever the it's the you know who we fought. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and China Beach was a TV show. <laughs> well, yes, China, yes, Vietnam. Right? Yeah, you are right. So he said, "Let's drink to JJ and all the pieces of him we couldn't find." Funniest guy I ever met. Okay, I have some conflicting information about who JJ Johnson. Is. And what he means to this movie, and why his name was dropped. And um, first and foremost, uh, I, I reached out to Pete Koch today, <laughs> and I said, "Pete, can you shed some, shed some light for us?" And I said, "I'm getting conflicting information." And I asked him, and he said, "Hey, that's a great question, but unfortunately, I just don't know the answer." Oh, so that was all the research I did. We're, we'll never know. No, <laughs> seriously. So according to IMDb. They said, to get into character and understand the mind of a highly decorated Marine, Clint Eastwood showed Marine and Navy Cross recipient James Shadowed, Marine and Navy Cross recipient James L. Johnson, or J.J. Johnson, as the nickname. After many deployments to Vietnam, J.J. was told he could not deploy again after requesting an additional deployment. This tough-nosed man was perfect for Clint Eastwood to shadow for the time. Eastwood even does a name drop, James L. Johnson, during the ball scene while wearing his dress uniform. What would J.J. Johnson do? Okay. Well, J.J. Johnson, but then James L. Johnson. You wouldn't call somebody J.J. Johnson if their name was James L. Johnson. You know, so that's a little suspect right there. Well, it was just J.J., so it was James Johnson, and they just called him J.J.? Yeah, I guess. But usually, like, like I got a friend, you know, her name's whatever, and we call her J.J. We don't call her J.J. and then her last name again. You know, <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, no, so I try, okay, so I try to look up James L. Johnson, and I could not find a lot of information. Um, but then I found an article and I'll get to this, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll jump back and forth, but I found an article, an Italian website, history website called 
know the history. I mean, I had to have it Google translated, <laughs> but it was know the history. It was an Italian website. And it says for Gunny, however, Clint Eastwood was inspired by another icon of the U.S. military. Such J.J. Johnson, the name J.J.J., would correspond to the Marine James Juna Johnson, born in 1950 and fell in Quang Nam District in Vietnam in 1969. He was decorated with a combat action ribbon, the Purple Heart Medal with one gold star for his combat-related wounds, the Vietnam Service Medal, the Republic of Vietnam Campaign Service Medal, and the National Defense Service. Um, I found I found this virtualwall.org, and I did find James J. Johnson, and he was a black Marine. It was pretty 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 neat. Now, I'm, I'm in North Carolina. Perry lived in North Carolina for a while, so he was from Sampson County, North Carolina. Oh, really? And, yeah, so if this was the, the man that Clint Eastwood was inspired by, it, it was, uh, I mean, obviously he passed away, so he couldn't have shadowed him. So whatever IMDb said wasn't accurate, if this is the case. But um, I'm just going to skim this real quick. But I, I just thought this was interesting, given especially everything that's been going on uh, lately. It said U.S. Marine Corps Corporal James Juna Johnson was a casualty of Vietnam War. As I said, he was from uh, Sampson County, North Carolina. He was a member of the Marine Corps, um, and he served our country until February 28, 1969, when he passed. He was 18 years old and not married. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, young guy. So it, it, it kind of just goes on about his death. But this, this was, he was, a, he was a black combat Marine squad leader and friend who guarded his white boys like an old mother hen. Although he had been subject to extreme racial prejudice treatment while growing up in North Carolina during the civil rights movement, known as JJ to his friends, he harbored no ill will toward anyone that I know of. And he always tried to help anyone who needed his help. There was no racial hatred in JJ's heart and he could make a smile in the worst of situations. And, um, basically just kind of went on. Uh, he got wounded in a minefield and him and about 30 other Marines. And then he basically recuperated from his wounds and then went back out, uh, and, and, and participated in a few other operations and, until he unfortunately uh, killed in a firefight. Oh man. Yeah, and it said, to all those who never knew J.J., it was your loss. He was a real Marine, a person who you could trust with your life. And J.J. and I were friends from the day we met, September 60th. The world would be a better place if it were filled with likes of J.J. Johnson. I just thought that was pretty neat. And he served um, with Kilo Company, 3rd Battalion, 26th Marines, 1st Marine Division, 3rd MAF. Um, so, uh, seems like he was a good dude if this is who they were referring to. Hmm. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure... Uh, because I did find something about a James L. Johnson. Didn't have a lot of information, but it was under this uh, valor.militarytimes.com, and it was a Navy Cross uh, recipient, James L. Johnson. And he was during, for, during the Vietnam War. He was a Marine. He was a corporal as well, and he was in the 2nd Battalion, 3rd Marine Division, FMF. So this was the citation that he got, James L. Johnson Jr., actually, he got. So this was pretty interesting. So on 17th February 1969, Corporal Johnson was uh, directed to seize hostile bunker complex, which had been pinned down elements of his company H. As the squad advanced throughout the hazardous area, the Marines came under a heavy volume of fire from any machine gun 20 meters to the front. Not wishing to incur excessive casualties, Corporal Johnson called for supporting air fire. Long story short, when the pilots failed to locate the encampment, he fearlessly stood in full view of the North Vietnamese Army and waved air panels to indicate the position of the gunship. He also had to then readjust and basically call the airstrike down on himself, basically, on his position. After the airstrikes had ceased, the pilots informed him that the actions had driven 15 enemy soldiers into an open area uh, and basically they were killed by the uh, airstrikes. 
He then led an aggressive assault against the bunkers uh, and received a fragment grenade wound in his hand. Disregarding the injury, he proceeded across fire-swept terrain, shouting words of encouragement to his men directing fire. He then sustained a second (laughs) fragment wound in his leg, and it was a very painful injury, and he basically just marched on towards the enemy bunker, threw hand grenades through the uh, apertures of the bunker, and basically killing all the occupants in there. And then they secured the bunker. And they actually, um, then they rejoined their platoon. Well, before they rejoined their platoon, they heard moaning uh, from outside the perimeter. So they, he thought it was a trap. So he told his men to stand down. He went out, found two injured Marines that he basically gave them emergency, you know, uh, first aid treatment, saved their lives. Uh, he rejoined his platoon steadfastly, refused medical attention. Uh, basically, then he wouldn't take any medical attention for himself until everybody else was handled. So <laughs> guy got the Navy and Marine Corps cross for that. So definitely a different guy, but definitely somebody else that really could have been somebody that Clint Eastwood um, could have modeled Gunny Highway after. But I, unfortunately, I was not able to find definitive information as to who it was. Hmm. But both both guys deserve recognition, I say. I was going to say two people deserving of movies about them. Or... Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. And that's, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, they could have, when you read about some of this stuff, it's like, yeah, you could make a movie out of <laughs> out of any of that. Out of so many stories, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting and thought I, you know, both both men deserve recognition. And we'll, we'll just say that, you know, like anything in a movie, it's an amalgam, amalgamation of both of those guys. <laughs> Maybe that's what, what inspired them. I, I would have loved to know exactly who Clint Eastwood was modeling after, but we'll go with it. So on that Not note, to tweet at him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know, right? You'd be like, what the hell's a yeah, Clint Eastwood on the show? Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I would love to. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> hey, Clint, you're not doing anything. <laughs> what is he doing? Have you had other people besides Pete from the movie? Nobody from the movie, but we did have Lance Corporal Forgetti uh, respond to a tweet to us one oh. time. Okay. I I tagged him early on when he when he had his sunglasses on. His Clint Eastwood stepped on the. Uh, on his glasses. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was a neat little moment where he just said, I didn't know you guys existed, but I'm truly honored. He's like, wow, what a neat, you know, what a unique at. Because he's a soap star now. So I think uh-huh. if he gets any mentions, it's going to be from his soap work. He's been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. And so I think he was, it's my interpretation and I'm going to interpret it this way because <laughs> it made mm-hmm. me feel good. But I, I got the impression that he was, uh, he doesn't get too many mentions for Heartbreak Ridge and he's mm-hmm. genuinely pleased. And of course he was Semper Fi, Lance Corporal Forgetti, he tagged all that stuff. But that was the only interaction I've had with him since then. Mm-hmm. I did get one like on Instagram from Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> 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 I then pinged him on, on Twitter and said, Hey, you want to come on the show? And I never heard anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I'll, I'll take that like as a, uh, as he knows we're out there and he's yeah. welcome anytime. <laughs> yeah. When these episode, oh yeah. When this episode comes out, I am tweeting at Pete and saying, look, hi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> look, we got a lot in common. We both like the movie. <laughs> yeah, we both like the movie. Yeah. My God, what a, what a star to shoot for. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what though. I, I, I cannot thank Peacock enough for giving his uh, the, all the time he's given to us already. And yeah, yeah. He's, he's followed us from the very beginning on, on social media. So, um, and he's been very, um, he's, he's really given us a lot of knowledge of behind the scenes of this, of this movie. So I, I'm really, really can't thank him enough. He's, he's been a lot of fun to um, have on and talk to 
really happy to connect with him. And he genuinely has a love for the military and and respect because you know he he wasn't in the military but he played a guy and you you can it, it comes across it, it definitely comes across uh, good dude so yeah yeah he's, he was it was a lot of fun to have on um but you know basically these guys you know Gunny still doesn't want to be there <laughs> no he doesn't yeah uh, he um he said one thing about this party this conversation is so adult <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He said, "Choosy, well, I think I'm going to head out of uh, out for the back door of this place. What? Lose all this joy? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of course, they head right for the bar, and you know they have a drink. But yeah, it's like literally, he walks in, gets a drink, and he's about to walk out if he if he had his way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, long enough to say he was there. Yeah. Now you know it's funny because this is supposedly at the home of the of the colonel, but." Once they get inside, it looks like a ballroom. <laughs> yeah, this looks like a, yeah, this looks, this is not a home. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like a, a room that they convert, like the dining room or something, they convert it into like a little, you know, meet and greet area. Like the O Club. You're right, it is like the O Club. Mm-hmm. It definitely seems like it. As yeah, a matter so. of fact, though, it, it, I think it might be. I think it might be. There's something said later on that, may, that makes me think you're right, Perry. Let's just go with that it's not at his home and it's, uh, it's the officer's club. <laughs> yeah. It's awfully big for even, geez. It's way too big. I mean, yeah. unless the guy lives in a mansion. Yeah. yeah. And there's like all these cabinets and things that, you know, like, uh, with the little, little displays and, and yeah. booths. he's got, there's booths. Yeah. Nah, this is, this is definitely the old club. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, geez. well, maybe we'll go for it that it's, that it's, uh, doubling as this guy's home, but yeah. or maybe, Maybe it's one of the things where he like he likes to go to the O Club so much it's almost like his second home. People, just yeah, he's got a little, he's it. got a little cot in the back. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I practically <laughs> lives there, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like like Norma Cheers, you know. Yeah, <laughs> or, or like Gunny at uh, at uh, Little Mary's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's quite. This is quite the uh, upgrade from uh, from Little Mary's place, you know, the yeah. little little room in the back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Would he be getting paid a lot? Like, I, I guess. No. When, when you get higher and higher up in the. Well, a colonel will make pretty good money, but not this, not a money, not enough money to have a mansion like this, unless he was like independently wealthy beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's been guys that, um, uh, I, in fact, there was a, a rumor that one of the one of the he was a colonel actually that that was in the service at the same time we were was his family was independently wealthy and he. You know, they people used to say, "Oh, this guy could retire and live like a king any time." But he was a pilot, and he liked to fly. And when else are you going to get to fly Harriers or, you know, yeah. or, uh, or any other sort of yeah, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. I just recently saw, uh, like, it made me think of this guy because it was an article about a guy who had again he was he was very wealthy and he was a pilot, and I thought he was in the Marines, but he he went basically saved his money. Of course, he was he was super rich anyways, and he bought. Uh, a, a, a former military jet, this first plane he ever flew on. I forget what, which one it was. Oh, and wow. now, now, now he takes it to air shows and he does all that. And then he bought a civilian version of it, <laughs> you know, like, well, cause you know, they, they, they sell those after, over time and they take out all the military, you know, avionics, avionics and, 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 uh, top secret type stuff or whatever, the stuff that's, that's intellectual property type stuff they take out that they don't want going into foreign hands and then you can just buy them, you know, but most people don't have $500,000 or $5 million or whatever it costs to buy a, a jet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, a Colonel would de- definitely makes pretty good bank relatively speaking to say what Gunny's making. 
But again, I mean, if he was a civilian in a corporate world, he'd be making way more money, you know. Oh, okay. See, every year they used to give us these. Um, it was, I think, it was a way to get you to stay in. <laughs> they would say, "Hey, if you were if you were this rank doing this job in the civilian world, you'd make this much money." But then they'd factor in you'd have to pay for like for room and board and this and that, and uh, and they would break it down how well. Your your medical costs are 100% free, but they don't tell you you know you know you don't get to go to medical that often because they're like oh what are you what are you a pansy you know <laughs> or something yeah. like that. or uh, you know you got to wait in line for you know five hours because everybody's there or whatever <laughs> like I remember they would say like your barracks room was $800 but that was like per person and I'm like I I share a room I'm supposed to share with up to three people so you mean to tell me that this little one room barracks that you got to share the bathroom with uh another room is is like what $2400 a year or yeah. or whatever a month or whatever and it's like yeah. get the get the heck out of here no i can i find i can find an apartment way cheap you know for way cheaper than that and it's like a three yeah. bedroom apartment you know <laughs> so yeah get out of here you know there's a little fluffing of the numbers there to make it look like it's better for you than it is that's why they pay you so little <laughs> you yeah. know it's like, no, you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, that was the one that always stuck out to me. I'm like, this room is not worth sixteen hundred dollars. Um, do you guys have any other? Well, we, yeah, we'll, we'll save it for next time. But we do get a little guest star popping up right at the end of when they're getting their drinks. Yeah. I was gonna say, speaking of speaking of drinks, that I was just kind of wondering if there were rules against excessive drinking i guess just because the the major had said early on to gunny like oh i know that you're gonna fight you're gonna you know drink a lot and then obviously they were like basically carrying him out later on after he got very very drunk and so i just didn't know if there were some sort of like rules like you can drink but not to a certain point no as long as you don't do anything or hurt anybody or break any laws it doesn't you have to you know be able to do your job you can't be at work drunk you can't well i mean yeah. then work hungover. No, you, well no you get in trouble if you show up like that but yeah but i mean it was more that like his drunkenness could make him like violent and yeah you know who yeah. Knows who will punch yeah yeah that's that's exactly it he gets drunk and then bad things happen he, he pisses on cop cars yeah <laughs> punches superior officers and in this movie you know when he was in jail he clearly had gotten in a bar fight yeah that's the stuff that's going to get him run out and in trouble. The drinking is not a big problem. Now, if he, like like you said, if he drank, if he's drinking on the job or he's showing up to work constantly or late because he was out, he's hung over. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. But coming to this social function like this and drinking, as long as he doesn't make a fool of himself and do any of the things we just talked about mm-hmm. or pull out old blue, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, he's fine. He's fine. We we actually used to have mess nights. They called them. Oh man. We, Man, and I, some of the drunkest I've gotten were on, on these formal events that we did as a unit in dress uniforms. And a school night. Oh. Oh, yeah. And then we go run. Yeah, they made us run the next day that one time you said, remember? Yeah. 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 They fucking ambushed us, that yeah. asshole. Yeah. They, they, so we used to have these in mess nights within our unit where our, the, I, the car, we had a colonel come in and he really wanted to kind of start doing that stuff, I think. And they were a lot of fun. And one of the things that you did is they, they do these things where we'd bring up charges against people <laughs> and then, and then the Colonel would judge you, judge you on it. And usually the fine was you had to pay some money, which went towards paying for the mess night or paying for the next mess night. And then you would have to go drink from the grog bowl, which was just a nasty concoction of 
get mixed together. And I assume there was alcohol in it, right? I believe there was. There, there had to have been. I didn't ever have to take it. I never had to drink from the grog bowl. Yeah, I did. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did a few charge, a few charges. But uh, um, but yeah, I just I just remember, especially that first one. I was hammered even before we started with the the festivities, like the yeah. real festivities. And I was just laughing. I mean, uh, I think it was a couple of us were just back there laughing and laughing. And we just they had fun. the best time. Yeah, they were, they were a lot of fun. But they did, they one time made us do it with, as, as not just our individual unit, but the whole squadron. They got all the uh, NCOs together, which was corporal and sergeant. And we got together with the sergeant major. And he had a cool mess night just for us. And we had, you know, we had dinner. You have a nice dinner, do some drinks, do some like motivational stuff as far as speaking and, and whatever. And then, then now it's party time. You drink and you hang out and you mingle kind of like what they're doing here, but you know, a little bit more drinking and, and much younger <laughs> people. I, and that was the one where they got us the next day where our individual guy was like, Hey, guess what boots? Was it boots and Utes or was it a hump? I can't remember what we did. I think it, it was, was a boots and Utes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh. And they got, they, yeah. <laughs> so PT the next day was tough. <laughs> yeah. It, it was hot in the middle of uh Carolina summer and we were all dehydrated <laughs> hung over so bad oh it fucking sucked yeah well it was a fun night though <laughs> oh, it was a great night <laughs> yeah bad morning so yeah well I we did one the first one we ever did we actually went out to the beach we went down to Atlantic um not a, well it was Atlantic Beach it was Morehead City yeah and they they got this really nice seafood restaurant we rented out any other time we did it in the uh, staff NCO club. Yeah, we didn't staff NCO club. Uh, but that time we, the first time we did, we did it in a, in a restaurant and I was not of age. They went and got these really expensive cigars. Cause we all sat around having a nice cigar afterwards and a little cocktail and you know, whatever. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, ah, I like cigar. I swear, ah, you know, so I'm chomping on a cigar. Like I'm Hannibal from the A team, you know? <laughs> and a lot of people were putting them down cause they're like, Oh man, it's too much. You know, it's too strong. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, pansies, you know, whatever. I start driving home. I'm about to throw up. I'm fucking five shades green. Oh no. <laughs> it's a good 20, 30 minute ride, you know, but from where we were back to base. And I'm like, I'm on, I'm undo. I'm like, can't breathe. I was like so sick. I got the window down. I'm trying to just make it home. I'm like, get home. Just get back to the barracks. I'm undoing my on my uniform because it was so tight and restricted. I'm like driving with my uniform <laughs> half off, and I'm driving guys. So I got a couple guys driving. What? Yeah, they had like two or three guys in my truck with me. And I'm like, ah, oh, just like, and I barely pull in to the barracks. I am about to Ralph by the time I get into the barracks. I'm like, I almost took the curb because I was like so sick. And I make it to the, <laughs> I, I stumble up to the barracks, <laughs> and the barracks sergeant must have saw it and he comes in and he's like you fucking dummies you drinking and driving what the fuck is wrong with you guys and i'm like sergeant i promise you i'm i'm so sick right now i'm like <laughs> and he looked at me and he's like he's like is he okay keep an eye on him <laughs> like, <laughs> and they all were like hey you guys want to go out tonight i'm like i'm laying right here with a bucket i'm so sick <laughs> and he's like he's like all right just he goes just be careful next time <laughs> <laughs> I thought you know, I was like, man, I'm gonna get in trouble for drinking and driving. I didn't even, I didn't even have a drink, really, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was terrible. So, but it was fun up until that point. Uh, <laughs> I won't, I won't lie and say that I had, on occasion, when in my youth, 
had more than a few drinks. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys have anything for this particular minute you want to cover that we didn't cover? I'll take your oh, silence. I think, as think I'm no. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like. Let, let you let you uh, simmer in that for a minute. Yeah. I, well, honestly, I'm like, am I offline? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Speak now, forever. Hold your peace. I know. We should have fucked with you and just be like, no, man. Can you repeat that? Right. And just be like, I, can you repeat that? I, <laughs> uh, Alice, is there anything overall about the movie since it's your last day with us that you I would know. want to cover that we haven't already kind of discussed throughout the last few days. I know. I'm like, what did I not cover? I mean, attractive men, attractive <laughs> men with character development, great dialogue, um, great story, great pacing, I think. Um, I don't know. Just an overall good movie. Don't know if I'd want to... I mean, I, I guess maybe I would want to watch it again. I don't know. I'm trying to... I'm not a big, like, if I like a movie, I'm gonna, you know, rewatch it and rewatch it kind of, you know, kind of person. But, yeah, I mean... Overall, great movie. Well, the best way to watch this movie again, if you ever want, is wait for like Memorial Day or Veterans Day and just put it on mm -hmm. like TBS or something and <laughs> it'll be on TV. You know, <laughs> you know, go to like the History Channel or something. It'll be on uh, and then just leave it in the background and go about your day. That's usually how <laughs> these movies get watched you know, at this point. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy to hear that you enjoyed the movie and I'm actually happier that you were able to come back for a proper guest spot and join us on the Great Core Movie Minute. Oh, I did love it. <laughs> right, right. I did a lot. I thought it was going to be on the, you know, Marine podcast, going to be about dolphins and sea otters, but. Uh, yeah, I, I should have. Well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, next time we'll do the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> dolphins and the Marines. That's That has to have been done, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's probably some kid movie somewhere where, like, this dolphin was trained to be, like, a, a a marine, right? Or yeah, like, say, and then you get some Navy SEALs, and it's a party. Yeah, and a kid has to like save them, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I will take a moment then to ask everybody to go to movies. Um, oh sh shit! What am I doing, Alice? Why don't you give some plugs one last time? Oh, okay, sure. Um, yes. Yeah, so if you want to listen to the the backlog of the Now You've Seen It podcast, currently on hiatus but it's a it's a movie podcast as well and we, we just talk about the whole movie you know I'm, I'm a panelist on there um you can find that anywhere you find your podcasts and my social media is alice lauren for facebook and my twitter is at pod socialite because i'm on a lot of movie by by minute and other i mean other podcasts as well and so i was nicknamed the podcast socialite so Pod, so I'm trying to promote it for myself. It's not catching on yet, but it will. <laughs> so my Twitter is at PodSocialite. My TikTok, I have a few videos there, is at PodcastSocialite. So yeah, just just find me, talk to me, let's be friends. I'll share all my, my links of my podcast and stand-up comedy and whatever. So Excellent. And, and uh, I'll just ask everybody now to go to MoviesByMinutes.com. Uh, Check out all the other Movies By Minutes. Then when you're done with that, come back to Facebook and go to the Marine Corps Movie Minute quarter deck uh, where we, you know, we've been having some lively conversations lately about the movie, about um, the, you know, the Marine Corps in general and sharing some funny memes. Yeah. Then if you want, um, I, I mean, we're on Twitter, but I prefer Instagram and it's Marine Corps Movie Minute pod on Instagram. Go ahead and give us a like there and 
other than that, just uh, thank everybody for listening. We hope everybody comes back on Monday. And, you know, guys, you know, as much as I enjoy doing this podcast, this conversation is too adult. I'm, I think we're going to be heading out for the back door of this place. Don't want me to I'm gonna be like, at least don't let your blue slip or whatever. Yeah, I gotta go let all you know, let all blue out. I gotta work that in. Yeah. <laughs> don't I mean, run into yeah. any cluster fox, folks. Right. <laughs> yeah. As, as I'm making my way out the back door, yeah, we'll lose all this joy. <laughs>